clear. I've got a secret to tell you. No, 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 Hello again. Welcome to the Rain City Jerks podcast, episode 20. We're making it. As always, I'm your host, Jay Markovitz. And I am Jack Slattery. Uh, wait, you're you're Jack? This week, I think. I think this week I am. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I got the weeks confused. But I've got on the Jack underwear, so that's, okay. that's what I've been yeah, going no, by. Yeah, no, I go by that also. Uh, I've got the J underwear. All right, I think we're sorted then. The la- the last letter was kind of obscured. Yeah, yeah. Skid marked out, maybe. Skid marks. Do you ever get skid marks anymore? No, man. I don't know how to wipe my ass. Yeah, I've yeah. Like the idea of like it's been I don't know decades since I've had a skid mark. I used to get them a lot when I was a little kid. Sure, of course. But like, so in my house, I would only wipe with like wet wipes. When you were a, a when I was a, a when boy? I was a lad when you were a yeah, lad when I was a lad uh, did you flush them no we threw them in the trash okay and uh, which is gross looking back on it now but I guess there's whole cultures where people are just like Mexico. wiping yeah they wipe with TP and throw it in the trash Mex- I was blown away when I went to Mexico that that was a thing. I felt bad for the house cleaning. Does people. the stench just like hit you in the face when they're you walk it. into? I, I mean, I everywhere I stayed, they were just like on it. Yeah, they're you know an I mean? they're an industrious people. You don't leave shit paper around. No, I suppose not. That gets really gross really quick. But in my house, we only wiped with wet wipes, and you know they're very soothing and cleaning. It's uh, I'm not it's, familiar to be honest. It's the patrician's way to wipe their ass. It's like a combo bidet and toilet paper all in one. That sounds nice. But then I would go to school and like, I'm not wiping with toilet paper, so I just wouldn't wipe my butt. Uh, oh, like yeah. after you shit. You just after like, I what? shit, I would just pull uh, it back you had up. itchy butthole all day. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah. It, it was, I was that kid. You know, the, 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 all the boogers that I would eat, you could overlook. And you, it just never occurred to bring wet wipes to school? No. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wouldn't always shit at school. Sure. Yeah. But, you don't uh, always shit at school. That's true. But then, like, three years ago, I realized that, oh, I've got to start wiping my butt. And uh, it was a quick study. So, yeah, no more skid marks. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I don't, even sh- like, I don't even know the last time I shit my pants by mistake. Like an accidental fart or something. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sometimes you get a little bit of a stomach virus or... Uh, Got a little leaky gut. I guess. You know, it, it's... People, people like, brag about shitting their pants. You ever notice? Like, you, you yeah. Go, you've been to a naked brunch, and they're like, oh, I shit my pants this weekend. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man. It's like you're 37. Like, 37. What, what are you doing? I don't know. Uh, a woman recently told me that <clears throat> I do not eat food like most men my age, our age, that, like, I eat way better than the average man. Okay, okay. In that, like, I mostly cook at home, and my go-to, not this week, I'm mixing it up. I'm through with soup for a while, but for the past six or so months, I make about two gallons of soup uh, every other week, and it lasts me about two weeks. And I supplement a couple things in there sometimes, but, Soup season's over, man. Yeah, I'm just- It's getting warm out, unless you're talking gazpacho. You know, I like soup in the summer. I'm not against it. I, I'll probably go back to soup in a little bit, but uh, I think for this week, the meal prep is uh, chicken stir fry. Are there certain summer soups no, that you savor? I just kind of like do this. I do basically the same soup every time. Okay. Just light variations on it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Don't mess with perfection. Yeah, it's mostly just, it's usually just a chicken and kale uh, soup and then the flavoring is slightly different. Was was this the same girl that we were talking about just a second ago before the cast? Or is this is a different girl. This is a the this is a different girl. This is the. Uh, He's trying to qualify her without <clears throat> naming names. Yeah, I mean, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. It's it was uh, the mother. The mother. The mother of two. The mother of two. Oh. That sacred earth mother. Yeah. Yeah. She told me that I ate healthier than most men my age. Well, she, 
you eat healthier than most men your age in her dating pool. Perhaps. Pro- probably that's more, you per- know. Yeah, sure. I accurate. guess that's, that's probably more. I mean, if, yeah, I mean. J- with, Jack, with, Jack and I are decidedly kind of health goth. Health goth, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you that's, know, we kind that's of where have, I fall. We kind of have that alt bar scene aesthetic, but, you know, we're not drunks. We eat right and we exercise. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I, you know what? Not being a drunk uh, <clears throat> turns out is a great way to live your life. It, uh, I don't know. You feel healthier. You look younger. Look younger. You, you have, don't have to you save money. Save tons of money. You don't have to like, I don't know. You it's don't just, shit your pants. You don't at shit 37. your pants. Yeah. Like I almost never drink. Actually, uh, Dane said that we should record a podcast with him at his place. Cause he's got a bunch of expensive whiskeys that he would let us sip on air. I'm okay with that. As we're talking about drinking. So, uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. I really like drinking uh, bitter herbal liqueurs. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Fernet. Fernet. Uh, Bundaberg. Yeah. Underberg. Yeah. Underberg, uh That's the good one. Malort. I feel like I would like Malort. You would I, like Malort. But I haven't tried it yet. That's like what they try to trick you into drinking in Chicago. Right. It's like this re- – it's more bitter than any of the other ones, and it doesn't really have the sweetness. Okay. It's a wormwood liqueur. Yeah, it's green. And pe- it's green, and people will be like, oh, try some Malort, man. And if you are, like, floored by it, they're like, ha-ha, pussy. Yeah. But then if you like What if just, you like it? Then they're just like, oh, you're cool. Okay. You're do th- cool. Do they actually like it, or is it just like a thing? I think that there are those that like it, like it, and then also those that like it ironically. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, the mysteries of Chicago. Uh, Before we get too far in to this, uh, we have a bit of business I haven't told you about yet. Uh Uh-oh. We had a donation from... uh, From Graham. Oh, you you know about this. Oh, he asked me for your Venmo. Oh, okay. Yeah. My man, Graham. I was hoping that he just did this totally surreptitiously to you. Okay. So so wait, uh, what? We got a donation from who? From Graham Yearling. Graham Yearling? Yeah. My man. Graham Yearling. Graham Yearling. He donated uh, $5. And he wants me to roast you. What a fucking saint! Yeah. So I guess I owe you two fifty. You owe me two fifty. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll see how good the roasts are, and then you can. I yeah. Honestly, I really haven't prepared, but uh, but you know, I, I I suspect you've got some good ones. Yeah. Uh, Jay, your uh, your hair is really greasy. These aren't like proper roasts. I'm just gonna like just you know make fun of you. Uh, you have the hairiest tits I've seen in a long time. Very hairy. Yeah. Uh, your hair is greasy. Uh. Your career as a DJ karaoke is going going to ruin your life. You're going to become addicted to cocaine and uh, older women who are singing Bette Midler songs. I mean, all of this sounds like an absolute win. Yeah. D- did you hear Toast? Because this is this is. This is did like I hear a, Toast? This is like a ba- did, were, are, did you try to like toast me? You're like oh, oh. Jay. Your hairy tits and greasy hair will get you a bounty of cocaine. And <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, all right, you're almost forty and you don't have a car. How about that one? Okay. Okay. There you go. Burn. <laughs> oh no. Burn. All right. Thanks for the the donation, Graham. And anybody who wants. Like this doesn't have to be me roasting Jay or Jay roasting me or whatever. Like I'll roast anybody. Uh, I'll say anything. I'll say anything. anything. If you want to donate to uh, Jack Slattery three with uh, dashes between uh, at Venmo. You can also donate to me, Jay Marks eight. Sure. Yeah. But Jack needs it more. <sighs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. That two fifty bought me. Uh, just enough gas to get to the grocery store today. Gross. I know Graham from when I used to be a Whole Foods cashier. Okay. And he was a uh, Instacart shopper. You know, it's a, it's an app where somebody does your shopping for you sure. and brings it in. Yeah. You know and my theories about how I think the grocery store is going to go away because of that? Yeah, we'll see. I hope not. Uh... But no, he would come through my line and we would just talk about how much we hated our existences. Whole Foods is a great place to talk about that. I worked at Whole Foods and I talked about how much we ha- how much I hated my existence a lot. What department were you in? 
I, I worked in the uh, prep foods department. Okay. Decidedly, the one department I asked specifically not to be a part of when I got hired. I was like, I'm trying to get out of kitchens. Yeah. I want to do like almost literally anything else. Like, please don't put me in the kitchen. They're like, yeah. okay, so put you in the kitchen. That one's a meat grinder, man. They they burn through people there. Well, I did a hot anywhere. I did a hot bar, mm-hmm. and I did a lot. I did pretty much every job in there. I liked working at the deli. Uh, that was fine. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Like the counter, cutting meat, cutting cheeses. That was my thing. Making people laugh, cutting meat. And uh, I did prosciutto really good. Oh, yeah. Especially around the holidays. I was I was the prosciutto guy. The prosciutto? Yeah. I what's, could, what's, what's your secret? You just put it on a thin. Slice it thin. Super thin. And I, you got to apply a lot of pressure to it. And uh, I had the, the arm strength to hold that ham down. And then uh, on top of that, you got to lay it, you know, shingle style. Mm. And then you got to put another piece of paper on top of that, like one layer each. Put like five or six prosciutto strips and then put another layer on top. And then you roll it up and then you tape it that way. So it's not just a mess when they get home. They peel, right. they peel the paper back. You can get one strip at a time and all nice and easy. Mm. Man, you're making me hungry for, for sweaty meats. But I worked hot bar for a while and that was the worst because like i just felt like a zookeeper like i was like i was not a human like putting food out i was just a uh an obstacle in someone's way from getting macaroni and cheese if you if we ran out of macaroni and cheese people would literally like lose their fucking mind and complain and like it it was nuts and like i was i started doing this thing where i would put all the food out and then I wouldn't put any spoons out until mm. I was totally done. And then I would go and put the spoons out and just watch everyone just like fall in behind. But like I would make them wait that extra like 20, 30 seconds. Would anybody ever get clever and just use one of the, the like the, the soup spoons? Or like a, like a, like a, not the serving utensils, but the spoons you eat with. Not, and just dig it out of the Yeah, the not really. But sometimes people would like cut, like you have like a piece of ham and they would yeah. cut it in half or yeah, something. Yeah. And you're like, no, 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 no. You, like, you got to take, take the whole thing. Like there's none of this. I, I think I think you can cut the ham. No. And people would like take tongs from one thing and use it in two or three other things. Sure. And then just leave it wherever they want as yeah. if it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't, but like. But when you're paid to be the guardian of the whole f- of the hot right. food bar, but I mean, it's also cross contamination and like sure. there right. are there allergy are considerations, allergy considerations, and things like that. So yeah, I was a cashier at Whole Foods, as I've said before, and uh, as I may have said before, I couldn't get high enough. Yeah, to do that job. Uh, but I think pe- I would like that job. Pe- well, y- you would like it for a while. You would like it for a while. Um, but people would come through with like hot food bar stuff, you know, in the little plastic packages, the little paper boxes rather. And some guy had like six pounds of, uh, mashed potatoes. Yeah. You know, packed into the box. It was like bulging and mashed potatoes. Yeah. He paid probably like $40 for that. No, I, I waited and I was like, Hey, that's going to be like 80 bucks, man. And he's like, Oh, okay. And then he just set it down and walked out without paying for it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I knew I knew this guy wasn't going to pay for it. Uh, or my buddy James. There were two Jameses. There was like a really nice James that everybody loved. And then there was a tall, creepy James. Creepy James. And creepy James, uh, he would like get a slice of pizza. You know, they have those little folding oh, pizza-shaped yeah. boxes. Oh, yeah. Then he put like three in there. Well, he would like load it up with stuff from the hot bar. Oh, and then you put the pizza on top. Yeah. And then you just pay that like three ninety nine exactly. pizza tax. Yeah, there's all sorts of ways to bilk Whole Foods if you know the ins and outs. Yeah. Oh, and now that they got self-checkout and yeah. you know, they're, they're, their employees are but this less back- satisfied than ever. Oh, and there's never enough of them. You know I love grocery store talk. Uh I, th- I think I, th- I think that, uh, yeah, within our lifetime, within the next 10 years, uh, probably sooner, but within 10 years, we'll see the end of grocery stores. Because, like, think about if you bulldozed every grocery store and put in, you know, more low-income housing or, like, you know, affordable housing or just more condos or whatever. Like, that's prime real estate. Grocery stores operate on prime real estate. And so everything's just going to go to DoorDash and there's just going to be, like, central 
warehouses of groceries and then you just like order your thing on there then someone delivers it and now there's zero shoplifting there's zero waste there's not like it's nothing you know what i mean like no it'll probably just be like i mean if we're going 10 years out they'll probably just have drones i mean you think we'll have you'll think we'll have delivery drones within 10 years that seems further out i mean we, we already have delivery drones it's just not widespread and like we need we do yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah seen, there's, there's delivery drones. Yeah, I guess I've seen those, like, Amazon, like, wagons, like, those, like, little coolers with wheels. Yeah, well, there's those, but, like, there's also, like, aerial drones. And right now, it's kind of in the prototyping Rich stage. Rich people are getting aerial drone drop stuff? Somebody's getting aerial drone drop stuff, but what... what they just need to build uh, infrastructure for that. So, like, hangars for drones. Right. And, like, loading facilities where, you know, they'll have... You know, not workers in a supermarket anymore, but just warehouse facility workers who right. are working, you know, nine and a half hours in a row without a break, loading up a plastic tote right, exactly. for you that'll get, you know, delivered right. 20 seconds. Uh, have you seen that video about the French police using eagles to, huh? to knock down, like, Dr- illegal oh, drones? I think I have seen that, yeah. 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 It's pretty awesome, actually. Pretty good. Eagles, eagles, eagles one, drone zero. How about that? Yeah, and you, even you couldn't even. Pro, like, I don't know what the bird law is in France, but I mean, you probably can't fuck with an eagle in France either, like legally. No, no, you get the legal eagles all over you. The legal eagles, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I haven't heard about that. that sounds amazing, though. Just yeah. like and like the, well, no, the original know, the- drones. The French, they have a long tradition of falconry. That's true. That's yeah. I, mean, I, you know, I wouldn't say it originated there. But a more they, erudite form of hunting yeah. than we I mean, do. God, have, imagine how cool it would be, though, to like make a bird go kill a rabbit or something, though. and like Right, and it's a win-win because the bird loves it. The bird loves like, that's it. That's the bird's favorite thing to do. Right. And to kill a rabbit. You give it some meat. You know what I mean? You give it some meat. Uh, you keep it. And a hangar full of other birds. Do you think that bird enjoys life more than a wild bird? I don't know. Like what? I don't really see what the wind is for the bird there, to be honest. I, I think that bird kind of has the best of both worlds. Because it's not like a, a zoo bird or an animal sanctuary bird where... It can really move around. It can. Yeah, exactly. It gets to go out it and... It gets to do bird things. It gets to kill its meat a few times a week. I don't, I don't actually know how often they would yeah. get to do it. Um, but a bird in the zoo, you know, they just feed them meat. But I mean like a wild bird. So a wild bird, uh, it might not survive. True. You gotta, like that's... You got more problems. He's got to compete. And, you know, he's yeah. a keystone predator, but there's still things that can take him out, especially, you know, as uh, Europe was industrializing. Right. People chopping down the virgin forests. So, yeah, I don't know. It'd be cool to be a bird. It would be. I think about that all the time. It would be pretty awesome to be a bird. You get born as some sort of, like, shit bird. <laughs> Seagulls live to be, like, 30 Dude, sea- seagulls have got it made. Seagulls have got it made. If I could that be a is, seagull or a crow. A crow would be nice, too. Seagulls, crows probably have some sort of self-loathing and or sense of, like, impending doom. Like, they seem too self Like, they have, they have awareness in a way that, like, they're too self-aware, so, like, they're probably depressed. In, yeah. You know, in, like, an es- existential way. Whereas seagulls... Man, they just seem dumb as fuck. They just seem like yeah. the, they seem like the type of dude that just wants to come home, eat hot pockets, drink Bud Heavy, and watch UFC. Yeah, like no, the, the the crows they have that sense of depression and impending doom, but they also know that they're better than every other bird. Sure. They're they're like nature's comedian. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's true, but the seagull they just get to like throw their head back and make that obnoxious sound at like 4.30 in the morning when yeah. everybody, on Saturday morning when everybody's like nursing a major hangover and you've got like three seagulls just like, <coughs> like all the time. Right, they're bigger than all the other birds? Uh, big, yeah, and you just like tear apart french fry bags. I lived Easy. In, I mean, when I lived in Portland, Maine, the seagulls were a thing you had to contend with. Like, if you had ice cream, they might come snatch it out of your hand. If you're walking down the street with a thing of french fries, they might come snatch it out of your hand. 
I was at the San Francisco pro- Zoo. They're protected too. So yeah. you can't do shit to them. No, you can't do shit to them. Uh, I was at the San Francisco Zoo when I was a was a child with my little brother, and he got a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Uh, we were sitting eating that chicken sandwich, and from one direction, a seagull swooped down, took the bun off the chicken sandwich. One beat later, another seagull yeah. flew down yeah. and took the patty from the chicken sandwich. They'd done it before. I mean, that was a rehearsed these maneuver. Are, these are seabirds. They don't have grasping claws. They're doing this mouth first. Like it, it's it's like why don't eagles do this? You know what I mean? Like the the seagull is really the master of of city life for birds. Yeah, yeah. Seagulls and, and crows. They they yeah. they're, they're city birds, right? You know, you see an eagle sitting on like a power line, and it's like, dude, what are you what are you doing here? Right. What are you doing here? I do get to see a lot of eagles for my it's job. Like a twenty-eight year old at a college party. Yeah, like yeah, for sure. Like, you like, should come have come on, a man. Job. You're better than this. I would be a seagull. I would be a seagull. They live to be about thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they eat pretty much any fucking whatever thing. they want. It doesn't seem to matter. Yeah. Uh, they're obnoxious. Uh, you can't hurt them legally. Um, seagulls get fucked up by plenty of people, though. Yeah, uh, and. Man, it, I don't know. You make a mess everywhere. Just I don't know. It's the, it's the bird that demands respect and hatred. I I, I think maybe the Canada goose mm. might be like the apex city Ooh. bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, they just ruin a park, don't they? There's so many of them. Everyone's afraid of them. They shit all over. I'm the not place. afraid of them. Like, oh no, I'm not afraid of them I, either. When I skate around Green Lake, I mean. When I formally skated around Green Lake, I'm probably oh. still gonna. Yeah, I will yeah. plow through a, a gaggle of geese. Like I will, like I will dodge them. I've never hit one, right. but like I'll body check one. Like I'm with my legs, just like get the fuck out get of the here, fuck out of here, goose. Yeah, like, I mean you don't really hurt them. No, no, no they got like uh, protection against strikes. Yeah, for sure. And I am not hurting them, but like I, if they're just like clogging up the path, I'm like I'm not stopping. And no, they, they usually clear a path pretty once they. Yeah. Catch wind of it. Well, and they they can see that you're moving fast. Right. Like, if someone's moving slow, they'll just honk them down. Right. I don't fuck with it. I'll I'll body check a goose out of the way. There you go. I wear knee pads for a reason. Knee pads? You should get some, like... uh, Side spike, like, shin guards? Yeah, or, like, fucking wrist guards, like, shredder that have the spikes on them. Yeah. Honestly... An armored cowl. Honestly, I am amazed... Uh, at the homeless population around Green Lake, that doesn't seem to negatively affect the goose population. If I was homeless living around there, I would eat a goose every week. Yeah. Like, who's going to stop me? Who's going to stop me? I I don't think that they have the resources to prepare a goose. You figure it out. Yeah, because they. I mean, you've got to. You've got to. You, they have bonfires. You've got to pluck. The bird. Yeah. You've got to uh, butcher the bird properly. I guess I'm assuming that, you know, I if I when I see myself as being homeless, I'm fairly sober and yeah. like not mentally agitated. You're not a ghoul yet. Yeah, I've just been crushed by the system. Yeah. And I would eat a goose and like I would figure out how to cook it. You know what I mean? Like you ha- they have fires in yeah, the Yeah, you park. just barbecue it on a spit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, it would take a long time to pluck it, but it would be worth it. That's some dense calories right there. I mean, you would still have your cell phone, so you could probably Look up a wiki article about how to skin a goose. Oh, I know how. Yeah, there you go. You I've, know. I've skinned chickens. I can I can do it. I can skin a goose. Okay. You don't even, that's right. I mean, right. I never plucked a chicken because I was no. like, fuck this. Just yeah. skin it. Just skin it right there. Yeah. Uh, and then you just roast it. You slow cook it. Start a fire. Offset the coals. Mm-hmm. Build a spit kind of thing. It's a couple sticks. It's not that hard. That might, that might bring more attention to you than homeless folk generally like. Uh... Maybe, may but who? There's no cops. There we, are no cops. We don't even have Seattle is lawless right now. We don't even have a chief of police. We have like a sitting chief of police, but they're not the real right. one. That and, fucker won't stand up. He's not going to come get you. Yeah, no, and like we don't really have any cops, and they're not really doing anything. Although the other day they cracked down, and they get like forty shoplifters in a yeah, day, right? Like forty nine shoplifters in a day, and I think that that was like a kind of a flex on their end, and be like, see. Say we could, we could, we could stop crime, but you don't want us. If we did this every day, we could stop crime, right? Yeah, eh. I like it. I like I like I presently I have license plates, but I don't have them attached to my vehicle. I notice that every time I come in. 
uh, I did get tickets for street parking recently for that mm-hmm. that I paid, but everywhere else, but I think now that I have it in the back window, I'm safe. But yeah. again, nobody's checking, and that what this really means is I I get to use the tunnel system completely free. Ah, yeah, I don't have to pay for tolls. I think I got uh, nabbed by a red light camera the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, it was not. I don't pleased. get. I, I I can't get nabbed by those. You you scoff law. You got to skirt the system. You do. I. We're in crumbling Rome. Uh, we're we're seeing uh, essentially the fall of the Soviet Union within our own country. Comparable levels of corrupt of corruption is what I mean. Uh, you got to ride with it. I, I bet we're more corrupt. Probably, but yeah. we're. It's not so evident right now. You know what I mean? Like people, like city officials are, or cops aren't like taking, maybe they are. I don't know. But like, I don't know if you could bribe a cop right now and be like, hey, here's like. I, I think that the corruption is at a higher level. Like no one's bribing cops anymore because they there's don't no have, the, yeah, there's, there's, there's no, there's no money in it. But like city, Seattle city council, they're all getting bought out. Uh, By who? Bezos, man. Big big money interests. They own this city. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, we've done a lot better than uh, other cities. But uh, it is wild the amount of homelessness here, though. I mean, you've been to you've been to Portland, right? Very few, very few times. I, I'm not that familiar with it. So a- everywhere from like San Diego up to Vancouver. It's uh, it's 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 homeless city. Like I've been in Oakland, and it was it, oh, was, yeah. it was way more yeah than here. I wonder if there's a homeless serial killer in Seattle. Like you're in prime serial killer territory. You got a lot of people that nobody would notice. There's like at least one homeless serial killer in New York right now. I say at least one because there's probably more. Right. We gotta have like one but like who notices you know what i mean i mean we've had like what i think 14 gun deaths in the first three months really yeah there was one last night there was one last night some, there were like there were fi- two over the weekend i think some 59 year old dude just got shot last night i saw that i don't really watch the news that much i, uh, I just get it on reddit like okay. i don't even look at reddit I, but I, see, I get like headlines yeah i see some of that stuff on reddit see uh, washington there's like yeah. apparently the left wing and the right wing one and i kind of follow both of them yeah uh the right wing one is funnier oh it's for, for way, way funnier. funnier uh yeah i guess there, there there was a post in there's so, so there's seattle which is the left wing one there's seattle washington which is the right wing one and then there's another one that i got turned on called seattle hobos okay which is just dedicated to seattle homeless activity it, okay yeah it's pretty good and I saw on the Seattle Hobos one, there was a picture of a, uh, what was it, of an RV, of a camper van that had, like, started squatting on a nice street. And it was right, it, that was the one that I'd been seeing. It was right outside of my street on 40th. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not happy when I walk by that uh, RV. Why not? Every day. I mean, not happy, but, like, why, why does it irk you? Because more crime. Hmm. It's more crime. Uh, they already have bags of trash piling up outside of their RV. Uh, they've, they've got the wheel chocks set yeah. in front of it. So they're, they're there to stay. Yeah. And like they're parked right in front of this house that a rich couple with a Tesla just bought. Good. So, Good. Eh, you know, I, I... I don't like it because I find it offensive that we have a society that like allows this to happen mm-hmm. i think we should force people into some sort of housing i don't think we should allow people to camp on the streets if you want to live in the woods i don't know figure that out on your own somehow but like inside of like a city or town i think it should be illegal to camp and that there are you know proper channels for which you will be dealt with like that's where that's why i like i side with them a little bit more i guess than just like mad property owners but at the same time those shits, caught, those things catch on fire. Then they burn other shit yeah, down. They like, catch on fire. Uh, they see in my, if, I, if one of those pulled up on my street, I would offer them the hose. Uh, 
You mean you would spray them? No, I would like say like you know here's a garden hose, here's fresh water, use that. Like then uh, more of them going to show up, man. Maybe I don't know. There's, maybe, there, there's a lot of parking on your street, Jack. There's not. Yeah, there is. Well, I mean, no, there's there, always street parking. Yeah, but on it's your like street. it's like metered though. Like you can't park there for very long. That's what they say. But there's no cops. Remember? True. Yeah. Right. No, it's uh, supposed to, it's supposed to be three days in this new RV outside of my place. It's I think it's like two and a half now. I bet they're gonna be there for a minute. Yeah, I don't know. I would I would try and help them out in some way. I give I give homeless people stuff out of my work truck all the time, like food, money. I want to I want to I want to get a po- I want to get a posse together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, turn their trailer over. Ah, just be like, hey, you know, get get a move on, guy. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Hmm. The trash is an issue, but I don't know. Just put in yours. I don't know. I I feel bad for the people, and I just mostly think it's. Oh, I, 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 I stopped feeling bad a long time ago, the, man. The city's fault. It's not the city's fault. Well, not the city's fault, but it's the city's fault for allowing it to happen and not having the proper channels in place to, like, ameliorate these things. Is it, is it the fault of every West Coast city? Yeah, well, I mean, it's the fault of America as whole as a whole. Yeah. Nobody, nobody jammed the heroin in their arm. I mean, they kind of did. Yeah, I mean, not everybody, but <clears throat> most people are, who are doing drugs like have a tragic backstory. It, you know, if you end up on the street, there's probably a tragic backstory there to some extent. Sure, and, you know, a lot of that could be fixed with you know a little TLC. Get get us get you could get people up and running again if like you really wanted to. I, I see more and more people who are like permanently damaged. It's true. Who who can never return to being uh, well, productive members of society? Let's yeah. say. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Could we just like make big like state run farms? I'm not against it. Honestly. Out in the wilderness, I'm kind of not against it to be honest. Like. I mean, does that sound like slavery? I guess, but I mean, they don't have to work. No, maybe they have to work. I don't. Know, they just run around. I thought you meant like agricultural farms. Yeah, they could. They could be agricultural farms. I don't know. I is. I mean, I'm not pro people camping in the city, but I don't want that to <clears throat> turn into you know prison or something. I don't know. It doesn't seem like anyone's got a solution. Nobody's got a, every. There are solutions that could be made, but that really would just take throwing a ton of money and having like a dictator's power. Like that's the problem. It's like people have got ideas. Mm-hmm. You just need. You can't be. You got to get every. You just got to be. Can't be wishy washy about it. You just got to be like, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. So it's either that or just like wholesale slaughter. I mean, we're. I mean, in some of those Reddit forums, like people are like love to talk about just shooting homeless people and mm-hmm. like just like killing them. You know what I mean? Just like where, like where do we send them? I don't know. The bottom of the ocean. Yeah, you know that they can they can colonize the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know what Atlantis's laws about parking your <laughs> RV there is. It, I'm amazed at the amount of RVs also that have, oh, yeah. that like, there you, appa- dri- you ever drive through Georgetown? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like apparently very like old 1980s RVs are apparently very, very readily available and somewhat affordable. And like, you can probably drive them like enough to park them somewhere and be like, this is it, baby. This is it. This is as far as we go. Yeah. Right, they all got the fucking blacked out windows. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know where you get the same like piss brown. Yeah, they're all the same, and it's just like, where did the, all like? How do you get an RV like this? Like, I guess if you like know your demise is coming, you just yeah. like cash out everything you can and just like invest yeah. in an RV and then like figure it out from there. That's like a that's like a that's a smart homeless. Mm. Yeah, they're like, well, this is my last thousand dollars that i have right and then you can start making meth out of the rv perhaps i don't know it's a rough life 
It's a rough life. No, I remember being 18 and leaving suburban Kansas for the first time and seeing homeless people on the streets in Bellingham Mm -hmm. and being like, oh my God, we have to help these people. And then three months later, it's like, ah, get out of my way, you fucking bum. So it's a pretty quick transition. Yeah. I still have a lot of compassion for them. Not a lot I can do to help them, but, you know, I try and see them as human and be respectful and say hello and sorry, man, can't help you. Or if I can, I will. Hmm? I give I give a lot of money out to people, you know, five bucks here, dollar sure. there, whatever. Mostly as a means of that's that's my karma banking. Mm-hmm. For, so when I'm homeless, it means that I'll get money back. I'm all of my good actions towards the homeless are really just future karma points for myself. Yeah. Like it's somewhat selfish, but that is kind of how I operate. Everything's self motivated at some level. Yeah. We were talking about red flags earlier. Sure. Total pivot. Total pivot. Uh, being borderline homicidal towards the homeless. Big red flag that I've uh, revealed about myself <laughs> in the past five minutes. Uh, Jack's got a current love interest who, very sweet girl, uh, big drunk. Yeah. Big drunk, and that's kind of a red flag for my man Slattery over there. Yeah, I'm just not really into it. Uh I don't know. There's, and you and you mentioned that to her, yeah? Yeah. You were saying earlier that just like in our dating pool, our perceivable grasp of there's just there's just inherently a ton of red flags just in that yeah. group. Well people who are who are comedians or hang out at bars and are like getting into their thirties. Yeah. Yeah, like that's I like to think that my dating pool extends a little bit further than that, but maybe it doesn't. Uh, what are you, 38? Soon to be. Soon to be. Uh, I would say ostensibly like 28 is around your bottom limit. Oh, that's too young. I would. I don't even know if I would want to go that young. Oh, there you go. Then even higher then. Yeah. But yeah, like 35-year-olds who are like spending a lot of time around open mic comedy yeah, and uh, drinking in bars that I don't know how purvey to purvey like, open mic comedy. That's what I, I need to learn how to like interact with non comedian life mm-hmm. a little bit more. But I don't know like how to do that. Like I don't know. I don't know where. I don't. I only. I pretty much only do comedy in this city. Yeah, and like I don't really. But I also, you know, to our for earlier point. I don't really drink that much. Don't really drink that much. So like just going to a bar to like hang out does not sound appealing. And then we're back to just meeting people who hang out at bars. You got to meet a girl who's like a climbing bum or well, like, I'm of two or like, Oh, that's true. Uh, or deep into some sort of like physical pursuit where they've yeah. kind of abandoned everything for that. What I'm looking for, I think is a 35 year old to 42 year old, mm-hmm. uh, heavily tattooed uh likes the same kind of music rn the rn is a solid choice yeah that that's kind of the top of the line failure career Mm -hmm. not that being an rn is that you're a failure but that you fail at life and then you move on to a career as an rn i mean there's a lot of people that want to be nurses from the start yeah uh it's you gotta be smart you gotta be tough that's what I like. It's hard work. It's hard work. It's really hard work. Uh, you're kind of mean. You're kind of fucked up, mm-hmm. but you're like helping people. It's like you're a bartender, but there's more people pissing themselves. Yeah, it's 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 the graduated bartender. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, still taking care of people. Yeah, it's it's the final evolution of bartender, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm shooting for. I think, and then you know they make decent money. They make then decent I can money. Just, I can just be a full-time clown and make okay money and then we have like a decent life and i'm gone a lot ideal this is my ideal right yeah, and yeah. Then like i'm gone a lot so i don't drive her too insane with my my bullshit and but she's gonna miss you <clears throat> exactly yeah and then we eke out an existence where she's an rn working hard i'm a stand-up comedian doing okay and then when i'm home uh, boy, I pamper the shit out of her. I clean the house. I do all the cooking. You know, I make it worthwhile that like you're shacked up with me for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like uh, maybe I meal prep 
for the weekends that I'm gone or something. Like, I okay. can make her a bunch of food pre-leaving. Like, I want to be basically an indoor-outdoor cat. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. I want... I don't want a collar on me necessarily, but I would like it if someone missed me when I was gone. And uh, I'll curl up in your lap, but I'll also kill things. And uh, if you're you're listening to this and this is you, hey, send me a message. uh, Jack Slattery Comedy on Instagram. uh, Send him a Venmo. That seems to be what he's getting at. Venmo? Sure. No. Yeah, whatever. Uh, If you're looking to adopt an indoor, outdoor, semi-feral cat person... Who has clown? Who has aspirations of being a professional clown? Uh, Indoor outdoor boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, what are your red flags, Jack? Uh, I'm too. Presently, my mo- my I have avoided an attachment right now. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, I'm kind of avoiding an attachment, but really, I think what it is is that it's. I've I've been with. I, I was I've been married twice mm-hmm. and I was codependent with both those relationships. We were both very unhealthy. Uh I'm I've fixed that, but now I don't want to get wrapped up with anybody because I'm just like it's just gonna end badly. Sure. Like, this is crazy. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna deal with anybody's bullshit. And that's it's it's beginning to chip away a little bit at yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen that happen. But I still don't I don't know. I just want I just haven't met anybody that I would be like, okay, I'll take your feelings seriously. Like, I don't, I don't want to take anybody's feelings seriously. It's, it's, I, and I don't want to, I, you know, I'm not asking anyone to do that for me either. So like, that's, that's the turn. Uh, so that's, that's one of my red flags. Uh, another one I guess would be just comedy in general, just comedy oh, as a whole, because it seems like a really good thing. Does first, it? people are like, oh, comedy, I love a guy that makes me laugh, or like they might have met you through comedy, Oh, sure. and like there's a mystique surrounding that, yeah. but then it's like, you already have a girlfriend, and it's comedy. It's comedy, Like, baby. you see comedy every night, that's yep. what you think about, yep. uh, and... Yeah, that's that's where yeah. that's where I'm at. That's where I'm trying to be. If I'm not doing it, I feel like I'm dying. Somebody's going to have a hard time dethroning comedy... That's why I need a nurse your who, main who works nights. You know what I mean? Oh, a night nurse, huh? Or whatever. But just like a busy... I need a woman who's busy. I need a yeah. woman who's got her own shit going on and doesn't have a lot of time for me, but wants to cuddle on the couch once, maybe twice a week, fuck really good, eat really good, hang out, you know, once or twice a week. That's what... But like, you know, knows... We text a lot. Yeah, you We text, text a lot, lot and yeah, send okay, music back okay. and forth. Music back and forth. How do you avoid people trying to like run that up the relationship escalator? What do you mean? So you're, you're describing this two nights kind of thing. Oh yeah. Like if it's that good, one of you is going to be like, "Hey, let's do let's do more. Let's do more of this." They're going to go for three nights or four nights. I mean, I could see some, it. So, some, somebody the, always wants more. If the my problem, I mean, it would really depend on several things, but it's, it's less the nights and more the mornings. More the mornings. And um, if I got a butt in bed with me, it's hard for me to get up in the morning. It's already hard for me to get up in the morning. And so, uh, you know, sleepovers are difficult during the week just because like, I don't want to get out of bed. I just want to hang out and touch this butt and... Uh, so and it, you know, just like cramps your style. Like you got a routine in the morning. So if we got to a point to where like they understood my routine and I trusted them in my apartment mm-hmm. with me not here, yeah, then that'd be fine. Sleep over two or three nights a week after yeah. I get back from comedy. I'm usually sure. in bed by midnight, you know, and uh, you know, give them a key. They can come in. They can lock up when they're done. That way, I don't have to be like, all right, get up. Like I gotta go. Like get up, leave. get dressed, yeah. leave, leave, like. I, that's what I try to avoid with the mid, with like the midweek hangouts. Is like sure. I, I'm not dealing with that because you're gonna you're gonna fuck me up. But if I can just leave you here, fine. Whatever. Okay, okay. So yeah. that's what that escalation would look like. Yeah. 
My red flag is my glasses. Yeah. People see that and they're like, what the fuck is going on with this guy's eyes? What do you mean? Well, because they're, they're huge. They're, they're huge. They're huge aviator frames. Yeah. And a number of people have recently been like, dude, your glasses are filthy. They are dirty. They're not dirty. Oh. It looks like they're dirty. Like, you look at them and they look cloudy, right? Yeah. They look cloudy, but that's not like dirt or smudges. They are just so scratched up and damaged. That's still dirty. Well, that's not dirt. I mean, I guess not dirt, but okay, they're just fucked up. Yeah, they're just fucked up. Okay. And uh, Why don't you get new glasses? Because uh, not enough people had pointed out to me how fucked up they were. I mean... I mean, na- now that has moved to the top of my list of get new glasses. Okay. Of things to do is to get new glasses. I mean, you shouldn't get new glasses because people say they look fucked up. You should get new glasses because uh, it's got to be hell looking out of those. No, I see fine. Yeah, but like you're going to put on the new ones and you're going to be like, oh my God, there's like, you're going to go from like standard def to like high def. No, nah, it doesn't really make a big difference. Okay. I mean, I've worn scratch glasses before and yeah. it's, you know, kind of a nightmare. Yeah. I guess my life is just a waking nightmare then. That's what I'm saying. You're going to get new glasses and be like, holy shit. Like the eye strain. I don't know. When my glasses are dirty or scratched up, the eye strain goes way up. Do you wear contacts? No. Oh. Well, then what do you know about wearing glasses? I'm talking about sunglasses. Oh, well. Yeah. What a luxury. Yeah. No, I've got great eyesight. Seeing things. Seeing things. Hearing things. things. Hearing things. I'm a... You know, it's really a shame that I'm not going to share my genetic material because I'm somewhat of a specimen. But uh, could they get the cum somehow? Yeah, I think so. They would just have to like probably get a needle in there or something. I really don't know how you do it. Just but. stick a stick like a like how they get maple syrup out of a tree. <laughs> just stick it into your vas deferens. <laughs> yeah, just put a tap in there. Yeah, that's it. You tap that deferens. You know, you got to wait till the. F- early part of spring though when that sap gets running right speaking of which we're getting to be we're getting into maple sap season that's your favorite season my brother-in-law he taps his own maple trees and make he he cut down trees on his property milled them himself built a sugar shack taps his own trees and boils his own maple syrup and it's pretty much for just his own consumption because he doesn't eat sugar he just sweetens things with maple syrup that he made in his own sugar shack that's still sugar it's still sugar but it's not processed in the same way it's still processed yeah no it sounds like it sounds like it's a lot more of a process than just going and buying sugar but i mean like yeah but now uh and it's good maple syrup too but you gotta boil something like 12 gallons of sap to get like a gallon of maple syrup or something like that like it might even be like 20 gallons of sap to get Jesus. a gallon like it's some preposterous number that is preposterous but in maine no wonder it's so expensive right exactly but in maine we're getting into yeah the sugar shack season and what you can do is you can just drive out in the woods and uh every so often there'll be a sugar shack uh and for those who listening, like a sugar shack is uh, where one makes the maple syrup. You got your evaporator in there. You got your your boiling machine. So it's just like an outbuilding. Yeah, it's just an outbuilding near where, the trees. Yeah, exactly. A processing plant because you can't do it in at home. No, you need like a. I mean, you could. You need you, a shack. You're just gonna like not make very much a sugar you, shack. You, yeah, you got this like massive evaporator in there. And uh, some are wood fired, some are gas. Uh, got variety, and then I wonder how many people are <clears throat> conceived in a sugar shack every year. A lot, a lot. Yeah, a sugar shack is a notorious place for making out fucking because you're in there just watching syrup boil, and it's springtime, so it you're gets, horny. It gets your syrup boiling exactly. No, yeah, it's a sugar shack. Yeah, you get fucked in there. You gotta be careful, someone jerking off in the fucking maple syrup, man. But they. You can just drive around all these different sugar shacks and people got fresh, you know, donuts and anything and like ice cream. It's like a sugar sugar bonanza and they put all this fresh maple like they just made this maple syrup. You know what I mean? You can buy the maple syrup. But did they make the donuts? I think so, yeah. Probably. Uh, I don't want no like Entenmann's donut no, no, no. It would, with really yeah, good maple be syrup like a, on it. They'd be like a cakey donut that they got frying right there. Mm. You know, elephant ears or funnel cakes, what have you. And Maine is attached to Canada, right? Yeah, in points, yeah. Okay, okay. Or a fair amount, yeah. 
and yeah it's a delight just drive around eat a ton of garbage and fresh maple syrup and uh it's great then drive over to canada and get cheap diabetes medication yeah i mean where i was living canada was a far drive but oh you were in rhode island oh you're in maine yeah even in portland it's like i don't know a six hour drive or something Mm -hmm. four and a half at least hopefully the insulin dependency doesn't kill you in that four hours yeah what is it like nova scotia on the other side we got no i mean you got a sizable chunk of you know you got montreal okay uh that's the big one i guess no see my my like knowledge of geography it's just like a disembodied map of america right so I, i can't really perceive of how maine attaches to canada it's just like the head of america's dick sticking up yeah and into the ocean yeah, you touch Nova Scotia, then you get like uh, Montreal, the Straits of uh, Straits of Lawrence. Oh, uh, Lawrence! No, the Lawrence Seaway. Okay, is that what it's called? That connects the Atlantic Ocean to the interior of Canada, and then you can go from there and hit like you know Niagara Falls, and, and you can get into the the Great Lakes exactly through there. Yeah, the it, old Erie Canal. Exactly. It's exactly. A great Canal. Uh, it's a, one of the best canals, for sure. Uh, Not that eerie, honestly. It was no spirits or specters. There's a lot of people that died there, probably. Yeah, well. I wonder how many people have died trying to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel. I think there's a record of that sort of thing. I don't know. Probably so. Yeah. I would say at least 50. At least 50. I wonder if that's like the fault of the barrel or the person in the barrel. Definitely the person in the barrel, because they're the ones who think they could do it, right? I mean, I guess some people have probably survived. Yeah, like, I think one guy did it, and then everyone was like, oh, fucking sweet. Yeah. Wow, what a dumb way to live your... Like, I don't know. I would I would watch. I would watch someone do it. It's just a waste of a barrel. <laughs> That's what we should do with the homeless people, is just throw them off Niagara Falls <laughs> in a barrel, and if they live, then you get a million dollars. If they live, then they just get to be the mayor of a city. Yeah, then they get to fix the homeless problem. They get to be the mayor of a city, and if they die, then... Problem solved. We name a bench after them. That's a lot of benches. Nah, you know. We got less homeless people sitting on them, so they'll be available. I think another one of my red flags is just that I'm poor, and then in my mind, uh, that precludes me from dating anyone seriously. Yeah. Because I'm like, one, why would anyone want to date a poor guy? And two... Uh, what are we gonna like? I don't right, know, like, and you can't breed, right? That's you know, that's, I feel that's, like that's, that's not a red flag. I feel like that's, that's a just, bonus. Well, f- that's a bonus for you, but that's gonna disqualify you from a lot of women. Oh, I mean, sure, but I mean, not really, because like, it, that's just a. I mean, yes, you're right, but that's just a filter selection that I made. Sure, you know what I mean, like, absolutely, yeah. But yeah, being poor, I think that's another reason I don't take dating very seriously. Because I feel like that's why I want a resident nurse who's fine with you know paying for most things, who sees me for the charming angel that I am. Well, they're they're, has, they're all trying to get they're trying to date doctors, dog. No, there's plenty of nurses that just want a not shitty guy, a slightly less deadbeat boyfriend. Yeah, like like I've I mean. Besides being poor, I've got my shit together pretty yeah. well. And I'm poor because I live alone in a one-bedroom apartment. If I had, like, four roommates, which I feel like that would be a red flag, uh, I would be less poor. That's true. So a deadbeat boyfriend that doesn't hit her. Yeah. I mean, I can cook. I can clean. That's true. I can roller skate with you. We can go on adventures. I'm a traveling comedian. We can, you can sleep in the van with me when we go to Portland or Eugene, by the way, I'll be in Eugene, May 14th. Uh, I'm a road comic now guys. Officially. Officially. I mean, I guess I've been a road comic for a while because I've done like previously in Maine, I would drive to gigs, but, uh, it's been a while since I've crossed state lines. Well, now you finally got the electric bracelet off your ankle and yeah. you can cross state lines. 
Finally. Finally. <clears throat> How is your open mic? That's You got an open mic on Sundays at the Shanghai Room. That's true. Uh, the first one was, a, I would say, a modest success. I believe the one that I'm headed to immediately after this is going to be uh, pretty good. Pretty good? Pretty good. Yeah, okay. I got a lot of... Uh, Got a lot of feedback about it, and uh, do you play music between people? Do you, no, I don't. Do you host from the no, stage? No, I, I go up and I try to do a one-liner and then bring the next person on. Okay, yeah, yeah. Boy, I was just on a show where the host, uh, great room. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm going to say it was a fantastic room. A lot of a lot of potential there. Built for comedy. Great room. Amb- ambitious guy. Ambitious guy. Not even shit talking. He's just brand new. We're going to leave him unnamed, but he's just brand new. And I'm going to do a little mentoring with him. Uh, help him produce that room because I don't want to see it be lost. Uh, to the annals of yeah. open mic history. Yeah. Well, it was a showcase. Not even open mic, but it was just mishandled left and right and i could go in there and shore things up i think uh but yeah we did comedy like they couldn't get the lights to turn on because their computer wasn't there or something so like everybody's just doing comedy on this like dark burlesque stage and like nobody's really watching or paying attention like there's like a handful but the whole other side of the bar was being ignored so I get up there, I jump off the stage, I'm walking around the whole bar, so now I can see everybody, and I've got my cell phone flashlight shining up in my face, uh, Frankenstein horror style, mm. and uh, I was in my element, I was riffing, it's one, of those, it's one of those moments in your comedy career where, uh, you know, I've been, I've been doing comedy for like five and a half years to seven and a half years mine it's seven seven and a half years minus covid which is five and a half years yeah uh where you 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 know the you know the score you know you know what you're doing the butterflies aren't really there because this doesn't matter uh it's freeing you know you're gonna fail anyway so you might as well dance on the way down and uh they don't want material it's it's forced at that point. They want you to be in the moment. They want you to be lively. Uh, I got everybody to chant. I did that joke. Oh, the chanting joke! I love that joke so much. And uh, I got everyone to chant. I got I got right up in the face of this guy. He like walked in. He was wearing like a Rugrats like Nick classic Nickelodeon sweater. Uh, so easy to bully into comedy. He was black. Ah, but ooh, black rugrats. Yeah, but I did. Black guys love Chucky for some reason. I don't know what that's about, but black that's guys. Like, that's like the same vein as like the Bugs Bunny and Taz it, in gangster clothing. It, uh, those guys, Bugs Bunny and Taz are gangsters, though. That makes sense to me. But r- Chucky, like, I don't know. Black culture, I, I think I don't, I don't think I'm speaking out of school here. Black culture likes Chucky from Rugrats, and I don't understand it. But anyway, he's wearing a classic Nick. Nickelodeon cartoon shirt jer- jacket kind of thing and so I get them to come in I'm like come on guys come on and they walk in like right as I'm doing my set I'm like come on and grab a seat over here yeah there we go and then I get the chant going and I get up right with him I put the microphone in his face we're doing it together yeah. like, I'm, I'm getting them sure and then I was talking to him about butt stuff, and uh, I got he was the, pro butt stuff. He was anti anti butt. He stuff. didn't want anything in his butt, right? And, uh, he was very anti. And then I got the whole bar to uh, cheer and applaud from dudes putting stuff up their butt. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan, and uh, it was it was a fun night. Is what I'm trying to say. It's, it's it was one of those nights where you know you've been doing this long enough to where it like you know how to handle this situation. You got and, your expectations calibrated properly. Yeah, and you just have fun with it. You're just trying to be in the moment, living the living the life, riding that wave. And I did it, and I, yeah. wa- I want to see that room succeed because it is perfect for comedy. Low ceilings, dim lights, stage, two tops, and nice seating area. Good cocktails. Sounds good to me, man. Yeah, it's great. And the Shanghai Room. And the Roller Rink. And the Roller Rink. Monday nights, Seattle, Washington. 8.30 to 9 o'clock sign up. Five minute sets at Southgate Roller Rink. Uh, that's Monday nights at 9 o'clock. Uh, 
come through and watch come through and participate we're a dedicated open mic now with a feature spot this first week tomorrow uh we have amy eight featuring she's gonna do eight minutes she's gonna do 20 minutes wow and uh she's gonna we're gonna get amy on this podcast pretty soon should be a good guest uh she she's working on material uh about how she joined a sex cult in, in in 2004 and that's like a fun way to point it but she like joined how old is she like our age oh okay i think how old were we in 2004 like 19 like 1920 yeah, yeah i think that's about right yeah and uh no oh, i was 20 in 2004 yeah, yeah. i was 20 yeah 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 same uh and uh yeah, she joined a notable magical, like with a K magic uh, organization. Maybe, um, maybe the world famous one. And uh, you don't know which one. Oh, I know which one. But she know which one. She kind of she kind of wants to keep it under wraps as to like not sure. say too many things. But uh, we're gonna get her on here talking about magic in this order and uh, all sorts of crazy good stuff. Sweet. I'm looking forward to it. Should be a good time. She's our first feature. Well, Amy 8. Amy 8. She runs the water wheel. Another great mic Is that officially Seattle. hers now? Oh, well, you know what? I'm not sure, but she's the heir apparent to the yeah, water yeah. wheel. Uh, Dino Dad, I believe, still reigns supreme over there, but she's the heir apparent. Apparently, he was in town like yesterday and today, and now he's leaving again. Yeah, he's down in San Diego. Dino Dad tracker. He's, uh, he's down in San Diego hooking up with former guest Eric Escobar. Ah. Yeah. That's why I brought that up. It's a good guest. You got anything else to plant? Uh, nah, let's call it. All right. I'm fading. Cool. Thank you for listening to Rain City Jerks.